Hey friends, welcome back to the Adulting with Autism podcast. I'm your host, April Ratchford. I'm so glad you guys are back for another round. This time it's for all of you that have decided once you turn in your grad caps, you're done. You don't want to step foot in another classroom. That once you graduate, you are fighting your hat from graduation and you're never looking back. So we're gonna talk about some employment. Yes, employment, that thing you have to do to survive. And by the way, for those of you that live up north, I appreciate the snow and it was real pretty, but you can have it back. We down here in the south, we prefer our winters at 40 and 50 degrees. And you keep giving us more snow. We're expecting more snow tonight. You know we can't handle it. It's like bombs falling from the sky. While technically you can count this as a gap year, it does not mean you take a year off and uh, do nothing but game. Since you guys have decided employment is your route, you get to just apply for jobs. And how you apply, you will go on the internet and find jobs close to your home to apply to. But you will also, like your counterparts, be applying for a vocational rehab in case you get a little stuck. And I'll tell you why. Some of you will have trouble just getting to your job and vocational rehab can help out with that. Some of you may have no driver's license or you have your permits or you wanna learn to drive, but your parental units are not brave enough to get in the car with you. Vocational rehab can help out with that. What they do is once you're approved, they set up an IPE versus the IEP from school. And it's for employment of what you want your goals to be for employment, transportation, and all those other things. However, you can go ahead and apply for that and then apply for jobs. Because of course, you guys are very tech savvy. You can go on your phone or on the internet and start applying. Now, before you get real happy about dollar amounts, Let's think about the type of job that would suit you. If you guys had been doing nothing but gaming and going to school, you might not want to do something like UPS or FedEx because they expect you to lift 50 to 70 pounds. If you don't have the stamina for that, that's not the job for you. You can, however, probably work at an Amazon warehouse a packaging warehouse, something fully simple that all you do is one thing all day, if that's your cup of tea. However, when you do apply for employment, you got to realize you need transportation that's reliable to get to and from your job, whether it be your parental units, you, public transportation, or using Uber or Lyft. Z applied online and he applied to areas he could walk to work from and it just so happened nobody would hire him around us so we had to think of alternative means and being here in Kentucky if you do live in Kentucky it's unfortunate but there's still a stigma on having autism because there is a little place where it says disabilities on applications and Z put that he had autism around our house or near our house that he could work at and be dropped off at. He never got a reply 
No one even contacted him. He was getting frustrated. I was getting frustrated. If you hadn't heard before, we shipped him to my sister's house because at this point I was ready to tear my hair out and his hair out because he needed a purpose. She got him a job at Kroger, but they did not put that he had autism on his application. And then she just took him up there and they're like, gave him an interview. He said he had autism. They had no problem with it. And he's been working at Kroger ever since. He has moved up in ranks. His managers do think very well of him. He's always there unless he's really sick. And he'll put in the time. Just think about it. I'm not sure where you guys are listening from and how autism friendly your employment is in your states or country. But at times it's real difficult to get a job if you put autism on there because it's still a stigma and it's still a stereotype. And I will tell you, it's going to take a long time to change that. I myself am late diagnosed autistic. I know y'all are all surprised. Oh my gosh, she's an occupational therapist and she's on the spectrum. Oh yes. And let me tell you, until I really sat down and compared quirks, with my son and my dad, I thought I just had ADD. Nope, nope, on the spectrum. So for employment, I also want you guys that are in the state to be aware of your rights for the ADA. That's a long, arduous book to look at, the laws. We can go into it if you like, and I can break it down for you. But this is the time for you to start being your own advocate and know what rights you have. Because just because somebody says you have to do this because doesn't always make it right. And you need to know what's within your right and what you can and cannot do in your employment. Along with your application, you're going to need to know your social security number, your address, and you're going to definitely need some type of ID, whether it's a state ID, a permit, or your driver's license. That's the only thing that is used for identification, unless you have a passport. You cannot use school IDs. You're, it is not going to work, especially once you turn 18. You should have an ID. You also should start gathering some business casual clothes. Now, I'm not saying run out to the store and buy brand new stuff. You can go get this like at Goodwill. You want to be presentable for interviews. I don't care if it's for Kroger. You want to be the best version of you. And I want you to feel good about yourself when you're doing an interview because interviews can be very nerve wracking. They're going to ask you open-ended questions, not yes, no questions. And an interview is something you want to practice. Even I had to practice doing an interview when I graduated from school. So it's good to role play. You can have your parental units help you role play. You can have friends, neighbors, and that way you'll feel at ease and that anxiety won't be so overwhelming when you walk in for your interview from your application. Now, I'm not saying that you don't put autism on your application. That's up to you. And that's a decision you're going to have to make about your surroundings. Hearing I live in a little town, Nicholasville in Kentucky, it's like 15 minutes 
outside of Lexington. And it, it, it let me tell you, it's not the most progressive. Now my sister lives in a, a slightly larger town called Independence, a little bit more progressive, but she is also 20 minutes outside of Cincinnati, Ohio. So it's like a larger metro. As well as having presentable clothes, you're going to want a bank account or some type of debit card like Chime. There's a million of them. There's Capital One. PNC has their own version of it. But you will need a bank account. If you hear meowing, it is my cat again. This time is Sirius Black and not Peter Pettigrew. I swear, every single time I want to do a podcast, there's one scratching at the door, making me lose my train of thought. Sorry about that. The other thing is about having a bank account. If you get a traditional bank account, you have more options to go to ATMs and withdraw money without having fees. If you use a non-traditional version of a bank account like PayPal, you may have to pay fees or you're going to have to search high and low for an ATM to withdraw money without those fees. And this is where it's going to get hard. You're going to have to keep up with all that information, not your parents or parental units, whichever you prefer to call them. This is your rodeo. You're going to set it up and they're going to assist you because they are now your consultants and you are going to have to keep up with your money. Now, I suggested Z when he set up his bank account through Chase, because that way my family could send him money anytime, like for birthdays or Christmases, because we're all with Chase and we just use their Zelle. Sometimes we do PayPal. He's learned how to do Venmo. When you open this account, traditional accounts want you to have a savings account with it as a backup so you don't do an overdraft. So those are traditional banks. Banks like PayPal and Chime, there's no way you can overdraft. But like Rizzi also has a budget app that he doesn't use very well. You're going to need to budget your money. And it's really easy to get in the habit of using your debit card and not keeping a budget because all you're doing is swiping and signing up for this and signing up for that and not realizing how much money is coming out of your account at one time. This is something you need to get a hold of because the story when he went to WKU, we got him a Chase account. We also got him a student credit card for emergencies in case something happens that he needs urgent medical supplies or needs to get to a hospital quickly until I get down there because he was three hours, almost three hours away from me. This person here got real happy and was door dashing left and right. DoorDash is a money pit. He ran that bill fully up with no job. This is before his job at Kroger. I blew my top because he was sitting right next to me when the nice bank lady was explaining how a credit card works. I am telling you, do not get a credit card until you learn how to handle your money because I'm going to do a whole episode on money and how you save your money and banking and how credit cards work. Because if you get stuck or somebody else uses your card, it's still on you. It's not on your parental units. It's in your name. And if you're not keeping up, then you're going to get lost and it's going to be a bad debt and it's, 
it can go all wrong from there. Just keep a bank account and keep budgeting your money until you get used to it. If you've never done it before, it can be very overwhelming. I am going to post a link to uh, a podcast that I listen to. It's on YouTube. It's called Minority Mindset. And he has a lot of videos on how to budget your money. And you can go through those and he can explain how the economy works. And he's pretty funny. His videos aren't very long, but I really, really like him. And he explains it really, really well. Don't worry about other stuff like investing. You want to learn how to budget your money. And he tells you how to do it. Next thing, you have to, oh, that's serious. He, he had opinions too, if you can hear him through the door. You want to decide whether you want to work part-time or full-time. Every job is different. Part-time is usually 20 hours and below or 30 hours and below, depending on your job. Full-time is usually anywhere from 30 to 40 hours. For me as a therapist, 30 hours is considered full-time. For Azurai at Kroger, he's considered 40 hours is full-time. He's working part-time. If you never, ever held a position, I recommend you start part-time. If you had a job in high school, you may be able to go full-time. And with full-time, there's the option of getting benefits like health insurance, life insurance, all these nooks and crannies, which I'm going to do a podcast with my sister that can help explain those things, which is more important for you at your age. Because just because you can have it all, you don't really necessarily need it all at your age. You may still be on your parents' insurance. Some of you have Medicaid. And with Medicaid, once you turn 18, it's a different story because then you have to budget your hours with the Medicaid if you're getting Medicaid benefits. And that can be real confusing. So that's why I want to bring her on here. Some of you may be receiving benefits now and your parents are over that and it's your social security disability benefits. You can have that until you are 18 because you're considered minors. Once you turn 18, you have to redo that form in order to qualify for benefits and why you need those benefits. Those of you that have those benefits and are physically able to work, you may wanna rethink about getting those benefits. While it's real great to get that every month, if you think you can live off that every month, you cannot. It's going to be a hassle for you, especially if you want to work towards getting your own apartment, getting your own car, getting your own things. You're going to make more money working versus that stagnant $943 a month. Z was denied and he has spina bifida. He was physically able to work even though he was having a lot of issues mentally at the time. He didn't qualify. They thought he's fine. He can get a job as a toll booth worker. I'm sorry. We live in an area where there's no toll booths and the closest toll booth is electronic. Most of them are electronic. So I was offended. I was like, are you kidding me? The problem was Z just wasn't mature enough and it's because of lack of experience. Once you guys get experience, your maturity changes. You get around older people and that's what jobs can do. And you're coming in contact with different ages and wisdoms and personalities. And you're learning to navigate those personalities and navigate those changes. Like Z's 
schedule is never the same every week. And he's learned how to navigate and not get overwhelmed. At first, it was overwhelming because he was on the same schedule every day at my sister's house. When he transferred back down here after the summer, his schedule started to range. It's wherever they needed him. And he got used to it. You just have to build that adaptability. And the more adaptability you have, the better you're going to handle changes in your routine. You just ha- It's like a muscle you have to build. Uh, also, let's talk about the type of jobs. If you think fast food may be your cup of tea, you might want to think about the hours they keep. If you can handle the fast pace, though, in my opinion, fast food is not fast anymore. I'm, I'm just saying. I can wait in McDonald's line forever before I even get my food. But they do keep long hours, especially Taco Bell or Waffle House. You're going to have to be able to do math, basic math, run a cash register, remember people's orders as you punch them in. And if you get overwhelmed with all that and overstimulated, you might want to start out like a place like Kroger. Kroger was great for Azurai. Apparently, serious agrees. Or like I said, a warehouse, Amazon. They may keep long hours, like eight-hour shifts, but you're not doing a multitude of 100 things at a time. Sirius really is opinionated. He has all the opinions for you guys. I know some of you would be like, oh, it'd be so cool to be a barista at Starbucks. You don't see that 9 a.m. line, nor do you see that lunch line, nor that day after Thanksgiving line. Just remember, whatever job you hold, if you hold a retail job, you are nine times out of 10 going to work the day after Thanksgiving and it's going to look bananas. Most of the time, nowadays after COVID, businesses shut down on the holidays, which is a great thing because I remember working at Toys R Us. Y'all don't even remember Toys R Us on Thanksgiving night. Same thing with Amazon when I was looking for my OT job. Had to have a job until I found one. Worked Thanksgiving night, 12 hours all the way through. And that was the busiest I've ever been. And those warehouses are pretty big. So you walk miles every night. So keep in mind, you may be working the day after and it will look bananas. So I'm not going to make this episode too long. There's a lot of things that I put in here that I want to break down in separate episodes. But like I said, I'm going to put a link in the show notes so you can look at Minority Mindset on YouTube. I really, really like him. He's very funny to me. I just, I I found him amusing and I learned a lot as an adult because you don't get this education in school. I am on every major podcast now. Please leave me comments and like the show so we could get the word out. I would love to hear from you guys. If you guys have questions, comments, how I can make it better for you. Hopefully it'll be much better next time because I'm upgrading my mic. Yay. Until next week, have a great weekend. Think about what I said. It can be overwhelming. The things that I listed in this current show, we're going to break it down even more. And I will bring my sister on to break down insurances for you and any other things that may be confusing when you go for employment. Thanks again for supporting me. See you next week.